Kitties, welcome to another exciting episode. Shut up. Stop it. No. Stop. Thank you. Welcome to another exciting malfunctioning episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is Van Halen Friday, October 31st, 2020. This show is for entertainment. And educational purposes only, please use at your own risk. Show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution the Network. No part of this program can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. With our written consent, or you can just ask. I don't really care. Finally, this show is opinionated. The host of specialty callers, 815-290. Excuse me, I burped. 815-290-0912. 
people that are naughty in the chat room and are impatient. Callers, guests, etc. are and always will be opinionated. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. If you are seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license of required person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No. That's his name. Broadcasting live from the gorgeous, wonderful, hot fucking state of Florida. In the good old United States of America. So, what's going on tonight? It's Friday night. It's Van Halen Friday. Haven't done this for quite a while. And I pick up the guitar about as much as I get fucking laid, which is not a lot. Actually, it's been a while. But still, I should be picking up this guitar. Hey, Darren, what's up? should be picking up this guitar more than... I do, but I've been busy and I have all these excuses that I can tell you. And of course, I will leave the phone open. Uh, 815-290-0912. I don't care what we talk about. I ain't getting into any deep shit tonight. I might get into some rants. I don't really fucking know. But I'm trying to stay loyal to my commitments or whatever to doing a show okay and it is friday night and all he is speaking of late should be get, going out and getting laid or something netflix and chill or whatever not listening to this stupid ass network let alone the show but if you are thank you very much it's still early share the show if you're on facebook it sucks in Twitter and Twitch and all these other format thingies were on iTunes and uh, whatever. All right. Hello, Gene. How are you? What's going on? What are you guys doing? How was your week? How was Friday? Fridays are awesome, man. I know TLO. I, I checked into the studio early. And he seems angry. Sure. So we can talk about why he's angry. I'm home. I just signed in early because I didn't want to start late because there's always something. Plus, I had to get a couple beers. Cheers. It's a Corona. Does this mean I get the coronavirus? Mm-hmm. Look at that. It looks through the bottle. Hmm. But not on the bottom. Oh, wait a minute. It's because it's half empty, dumbass. Well, there's entertainment optically for you people that are watching. You should be watching this show on YouTube or Facebook, which sucks. We're all going to get in big, big trouble. Big trouble. That is my prediction. Okay, so I have spoiler alerts. So, and I have the guitar. Problem is, if I pick it up, you're probably going to see. You're going to see that. And don't pay attention to the outlet. I'm sorry. Which is right over here. Right there. I will try to paint that fucker green. 
And I can't wait when I move. It's like, Tim, why is the, why is the outlet green? Were you filming porn in there? Uh, no. I'm doing a stupid-ass show on Freedom Revolution Network. It's about absolutely fucking nothing, okay? So we have, good, Gene. We have, I'm glad you're fine. It's Friday. Relax. Chill, okay? Just everybody, just chill out, man. Returns. Returns. TLO is in the house, man. What the fuck is up, brother, from another mother? This is what y'all should be doing. All right, so spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I watch the TV show The Mandalorian. And the first episode of the second season came out today. And I had the wonderful, and, I, and I'm serious about this. You ever seen the movie? Fuck, I forget the name of it. It's a cartoon. And there's a scene, there's a squirrel. She wants to be a cop. And they go to the DMV and there's sloths in the DMV working. It's fire and shit. It had to piss the DMV people off to no end because it was fucking perfect. It's perfect. The DMV was lost behind the counter processing. So anyway, I went to the DMV today to get my license. Okay. I had all my documents, everything else. I had all my papers and everything just went wonderful. But you have to make an appointment. Yeah. What's the name of that movie? Fire shit, man. It really is. Um, I had to make an appointment and I did and I kept it. I had all my papers and they took my temperature. Now it's rectal. I was really offended by that, but get used to it. Sticking a thermometer up your ass. Uh, have you been around anybody that has COVID-19? Have you had COVID-19? Have you had any symptoms of COVID-19? No. So I got there a little bit early and I stood in line and had all my documents and the receptionist who checked you in was wonderful, sweet, very kind, no attitude at all and said, okay, sit down. We call your name and take your picture. So then that lady calls me like 10 minutes later, get in there and she looks at my documents and asks me all these questions like oh, under under the penalty of perjury is this shit right uh, yeah 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 and uh, took my picture and i was in and out with my driver's license in a half an hour half an hour at the dmv and they were nice there wasn't a bunch of fucking sloths in there so i have to i have to give credit where credit is due because like oh my god really the dmv oh this is gonna take all day uh, and i don't know why they haven't done this well they had no reason to because they're a government department and they could really give a flying fuck whether you're happy or not is a quote-unquote paying customer because you don't have to be but i think make an appointment and keeping the flow of people even 
is a wonderful idea because in, you don't pack the place. You never know when you're going to busy and not be busy and you can't staff people in a business or a service if you don't know how many customers are coming through the door. But if you do it and make appointments, you can bam, 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 bam. And then you have to schedule it. And if there's no open slot, kind of like in a reservation for a restaurant, you don't get to eat. You don't get your license. So I think there's some good things coming out of this COVID-19 bullshit. But that was one thing I was very impressed with. Nobody had an attitude. No, it was just great. It was like in and out and bam, and I got my license today. I'm so happy. Okay, so have you seen The Mandalorian, TLO? Do you watch that show? Because I do. And this is a spoiler alert, and I'm not, I'm not going to really give anything away per se. But uh, it's good. It's good. It's not great. This episode's not great, and it doesn't suck. And Baby Yoda's in it, of course. And uh, the Jawa people are in it. And uh, anyway, there's this character. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Warning. If you haven't seen The Mandalorian Episode 1, Season 2, I'm really not going to give nothing away except this. So there's a character in there. And I looked at him and I'm like, wait a minute, is that, I might say his name wrong. Timothy Oliphant, 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 I think it's Oliphant. He was the bad dude in Die Hard, the, the last one I think they made or close to it, where it was a fire sale and everything was shut down and uh, Nikita's in there. Um, and Timothy Oliphant is the bad guy. He's also on the series Justified on Netflix, the main character. I like that guy a lot. I don't know why. I think he's a great actor. Just his presence and energy is awesome. So he's in episode one, season two of The Mandalorian. I was very happy to see that. And I hope he returns. So it's good. I've been waiting for the Mandalorian to start up again because there's really nothing to see on TV or anything else. Can't go to the movies, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, so check that out, okay? All right, so what else? And if you haven't seen the Mandalorian, I highly recommend it. Mr. Aravello, Aravello is in the chat room on podbean.com come welcome anybody can call in 815-290-0912 and you talk about anything i don't care i really don't open fry it's open all the time i really don't care what we talk about so the next thing that's popping into my head is this time to get laid no excuse me this is my second beer. I swear to God. I'm probably going to have one more. No drinking on the job. I don't get paid for this job, though. So I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right? Right? Just don't tell Mel or Scarlet. Shh. It's our secret. Don't tell anybody, okay? That sounds kind of weird. But 
Don't tell them. Okay. So, Alex Jones, like him, hate him, love him, whatever, was on Joe Rogan's podcast on Spotify. I really highly recommend both of their shows. But, uh, and some other guy, Tim something was on there. And it was the three of them. And you have to listen to this. It's still on YouTube. Surprisingly, they haven't banned it yet because Alex was on it. And anytime he's on anything, he just gets banned. But uh, he's still on there. And I downloaded it and listened to it on Spotify. This morning, I listened to it a little bit on YouTube. And then I finished listening to it driving today. And it's three and a half hours. And Alex gets on there. Joe is, uh, it's like sober October for him. So he hasn't done any pot, any alcohol, nothing. And they had a bottle of whiskey in the studio and Alex is like killing it. So he, I think he drank at least half of it. So by the end of the show, he was pretty, pretty, pretty more outspoken than he really was. But here's the whole thing of the show. Now, a lot of times, and even me, I'll listen to Alex and I'm like, he's full of shit. No way. He's crazy. And other things, he's right on the money. But some of the real far out stuff, like, no, there's no way. That's not true. Can't be. So he said some things and Joe Rogan kept a leash on him. Because if you ever listen to Alex, he just rolls on and goes on and never ending talks and interrupts and and Joe called him out on it. And then when Alex would say something far out or whatever, Joe would go, wait, and how do you know that? Oh, well, just type, uh, blah, 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 just type, blah, 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 blah. You know, so then um, J- Jamie, Joe's assistant or producer, would type it. And sure enough, documents would come up backing up what Alex is saying. So, and that, that's how Joe kind of like fact checked them, which I don't, I don't like, I expect you guys to do your own fact checking, but this kind of slowed the show down and it pretty much made Alex prove what he was saying. And they talked about everything, everything in three and a half hours. And like I said, Joe called them out. He's like, okay, wait, hold on. You know, just hold, you know, so check this, check that, type this, type that. Sure enough. And there's one thing, I don't want to be a spoiler alert, but it was towards the end of the show. was about vaccinations in India. And Joe's like, no, no way. I can't believe it. They typed it and they found it and they found the article that, verified what Alex was saying. And Joe Rogan was floored, floored. So if anything, for the entertainment value, cause I know a lot of people don't like Alex or think he's crazy or conspiracy theories or whatever. And, uh, 
it's taken its toll on him. He said he's probably going to retire within a year because he just can't take it. He says he's going to die of a heart attack. He's dead serious. No pun intended. And I think you should listen to it just because Joe Rogan keeps Alex Jones in check. And it's fascinating because the things that he was saying, I already heard him say, and he did say some things I've never heard him say. I don't know if it was a whiskey kicking in or he had a whole fact topic thing. He wanted to go over like an outline format for the show to bring up. And there's this guy that was in there. One of Joe Rogan's friends as a guest. It was pretty much agreeing with, Alex, for the most part, and Joe kept just being like the naysayer or good cop, bad cop, or, or whatever, trying to, oh, no, that can't be true. You know, really? Where'd you get that? And it'd come up, and this Tim guy was arguing or agreeing 90% of the time with Alex Jones because I think he has his own show. Just type it on, hell, you know what? I can share it, but I won't play it. I keep forgetting to have all these fantastic gizmos here this technology which they were talking about too talking about ai they're talking about a lot of shit and it was fascinating here joe rogan rogan oh, yep there it is right there uh episode one five 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 Alex Jones and Tim Dillon. So, okay, I'm going to stop that. I am going to share the screen. You can do it as fast as I did right there and check it out. Uh, There it is right there, kids. Okay. So check it out. Listen to it. Love them, hate them, this, that, whatever. I mean, Joe keeps them in check and it's, it's, it's entertaining just from that aspect. So check that out as well. So that's that's it. That's about all I got that I wanted to talk to talk about and bring up on a Friday night. What else is going on? Anything? What? Hey, Mike, what's going on? Hey, did Scarlett get a hold of you? I talked to her today on the phone. I want. I would like to join you if I can for your election night coverage i guess you know since i'm not um since i'm not in the mix being off a stupid ass facebook anymore i don't know what's going on but she said that you're looking for people to come on from the network and i'd be more than happy to that'd be awesome that'd be so much fun i think she's coming on i don't know i can't speak for her my phone's ringing of course it is because i'm doing a fucking show Hmm. Do you like my, uh, you like my screen here, Mike? I painted the whole back fricking wall with green, green tape. I was going to say green paint. Let's see here. Check this shit out. I painted, I spent half the day. I already got into this. Spent half the day on Saturday painting that wall. See? And you know, well, there's two problems. See, there's an electrical outlet, so that's why I'm to the I'm not centered in the screen. And there's a freaking outlet 
that I'm probably going to paint. Um, because Pamela already pointed it out. But I hate painting. But I figured this would be better than a screen or, or whatever. And I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And I did. So I can throw... My fucking phone's ringing again. Are you serious? Oh, hang on a second. Nothing. I just doing the show, and then I answered. Did you call twice or no? Oh, and you did call on. Can you do me a favor and call on a Google number again, and then I'll just talk to you there. Eight one. Uh, I think you called there. Eight one five three. Oh, it's the number. You probably okay. I see what's going on. I have the Google voice number connected to my cell phone. So you did call the Google number. Hang on a minute. Hang on a second. Yeah, do me a favor and hang up and call again, and then I'll answer you on the Google phone. But I had it closed on my computer. That's why I didn't hear it. Okay? All right, thanks. All right, so uh, Mike's calling in uh, from... Um, his show on here. I have a text message. I do. Oh, you know what? I'm going to mess this up again. Hurry, hurry, hurry. All right. So Mike's going to call him. He's in the chat room. See, in order for me to answer the phone, the screen, the browser has to be on Google voice, or I don't know somebody's calling. stupid so hopefully Mike's calling in again I thought it was an emergency and then I forgot that I made my cell phone ring when Google Voice answered so I'm causing my own conflicts here oh, I need another beer I can call Mike I can call him All this complicated stuff just to talk to people. Really? La, 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 la. See, and I don't want to navigate off of here because I'll miss this call. There he is. Hello. Hello. Okay. Have we made it on the air? Yes, yes, yes. My confusion. Sorry. So here's the problem. I already figured it out while I was, you know, waiting to make sure you had everything going. You've got the coronavirus going on over there. Yeah. As far yeah, as I think alcohol? that's as far as I, alcohol. I or? think that's huh? As far as the alcohol part or the real virus? Well, yeah, the, you know, 
you you got some corona going, so therefore right. you got the virus, so therefore right. you know things get a little confusing. So there you are. And I'm losing my mind. So that all makes sense. <laughs> well, that's what you get for moving out there, dude. No, actually, I you know what I should. I thought people in Colorado couldn't drive. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, you know how you drive and then you just run into one crazy asshole on the road and go like, oh my God, you know, that guy's gonna kill somebody or whatever. You see yep. that five times a day out here, and I am not kidding you. Like Interstate 25 out in Colorado, that that's the worst death trap I have ever seen. Okay. I come out right. here in Interstate Four in ninety-five but pretty much four, which runs through Orlando and goes from the Atlantic side to the Gulf side. I, I, everybody drives like they're in the Daytona 500 and I'm not kidding you. Well, that doesn't surprise me, but no. however, uh, I mean, case in point though, I mean, uh, I went out to just run over to McDonald's last night and, uh, I got rear ended, but I was in a, my big old, uh, well, not big old, but F-150 truck. So all I got was a broken taillight. She got a completely smashed bumper. So Oh, that's what happens when you hit yeah. a truck. Yeah. But, I mean, some guy just pulled out in, in front of us. And uh, yeah. so, anyway, that was our story. Or I guess that's my big story for uh, talking about horrible drivers. But, uh, yeah. so... Other there than we that, are. Hey, what? we're we're work we're working on our way to Tuesday, man. Right. That's what Scarlett was telling me. Yeah. So uh so what's I'll, going on? Uh, send that? you send yeah. you some information on that. Um but otherwise, hey, the Van Halen thing. Yeah. Where were you going with that? I was gonna pick up the guitar because I got all ready to go because I never picked the thing up and I was just on my way to doing that, but it's not really a necessity. It's just that that's what I was going to do. Cause that's actually what I do for years now is come home, have a few beers and play the guitar, but I got to do the show. Cause I'm supposed to be on fr Monday, Wednesday and Friday. So I just figured I'd uh -oh. do all that shit. At Did the she same put time. you under contract? Um, yeah. And I haven't gotten a paycheck in about six months. <laughs> <laughs> And my equipment uh, sucks and I don't know how to use it. And I painted this wall behind me. Did you see that when I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So I can put, don't you have a green screen? I know you, don't you have something or no? Um, well, um, I've been just using, um, uh, drapery kind of like backgrounds and yeah. banners that I've had, but, uh, no, I do have a green screen and I do, I used to use it, but it's just like, nah, it became a, a real pain in the butt for me. So that's why I just but, painted uh, the screen, this wall green. The whole thing's green. Yeah. I've done that. I've yeah been there and done that. So, and I like it. Yeah. I just don't know what I'm going to do. And it, it. it's coming out real good. Honestly. Yeah. Cause sometimes you get too many shadows and it starts looking kind of goofy and stuff like that, but no, you're, you're, looking pretty good yeah i appreciate it yeah it's it's all in setting a gradient and all you know you know all that stuff and in the settings to make sure that it looks the best it can but quite honestly 
I was shocked it came out as good as it did. And then it's imperative that you have high resolution pictures because I threw some pictures up there were horrible because they were old and they were off of an outdated cell phone. Uh, so the picture makes a big difference too that you're using. Yeah, yeah, it can. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't had that problem myself because usually I have like animated backgrounds and stuff like that behind me. But uh, cool. But uh, yeah, no, you're you're looking pretty decent. Good. Yeah, at least the show I mean, will look professional. Even though, you, even though you ran away from Colorado, I mean, but whatever. I didn't run so, away. They chased so me out you of there. And Mel and, you know, everybody else just left me here all alone by myself. Well, get the hell out of there before. Scarlett told me today that Denver, Colorado locked down again. Oh, uh, we might. Yeah, she told me that. She's She's got her pulse on all that stuff. And she told me that today. And I go, you know what? I hate hearing it, but you made my day because I knew that that was going to happen. And oh, do, do, Polis is, yeah. let me tell you, Polis is an idiot. And the only thing he listens to is his damn mother. That's the only thing I think he actually listens to. Now, Jared, you're going to have to shut the state down again if it gets that bad or, or else I'm going to disown yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> Yep, exactly. And that's I don't know exactly. why you turned out to be a homosexual, but that's your business. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, <laughs> dude. I'm, yeah, I, I knew it was going to happen. And then the whole discussion between Scarlett and I was, I'm like, you know what, Scarlett? I hate being right. And she goes, so do I. But I just had a friend confront me. This is her talking that, you know, she, her friend called her and goes, this is Polis's mom too, same, same character. It's like, well, I'm sure you're happy that you're right against Scarlett. And she's like, um, I don't want to be right. And I don't, I don't either. I, I actually, I swear to God, I hate being right, but there's some type of vindication in there because we were talking about this too. And when you get to a point, you can actually half-ass predict what these assholes are going to do. Not to mention they said they were going to shut down when the second wave came through again in the fall. So why would you right. be surprised when it happens? So that's why I got the yeah, hell out of Colorado. Yeah, here we are. We're in the fall. We're getting ready to shut down right before an election. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not believing that. And then looking, I mean, not to get into it too much, but if you look at the numbers that Colorado's been reporting, apparently one-fifth of the uh, um, population now has tested positive for the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. That means it's not ever going away. Don't seem like it. Yep. So that's... that's I mean, that's... That's the scary part is like, it's not going to go away. But then you hear these other government officials who keep saying, well, and that was the Trump administration. So Mm -hmm. depends on how much credence you want to put on that. But, oh, yeah, in two weeks, it's all going to start going down to zero. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's funny. That's going to be a week after the election, which is what a lot of people already predicted is that once the election is over, all of a sudden coronavirus is going to disappear. Right. You know, so, 
what do you do with that? That's the question. I don't know, dude, but I, I barely made it through the last lockdown with 25 hours a week and shutting the businesses down and then people threatening to get thrown out of their apartments or their houses. And then I think they put a moratorium in for three months or, you know, I don't know. I got a second job to deal with that crap because I got cut down to 25 hours a week. So right. I had an opportunity and I've never worked two jobs in my life, but I got cut to 25 hours from 40 and I had to do something and I never got a stimulus check. And if I did, I'd probably give it to charity. I still haven't gotten one, but how'd you not give a stimulus? check? Oh, that's a long story. The, the short of it is, uh, is that being a business owner, I owed back taxes 20 years straight in a row. It was nothing new. Oh, there you go. So the last recorded information they had with me, with my checking deposit information for them to put money into my account was 20 years old. Well, you know, that's the government for you. Yeah. Give us money. Yeah. So we can give it to everybody else. Right. So I had to pay him 20 years in a row because in back taxes, because I never really knew exactly what I was going to owe him. And it was usually about $20,000 at the end of the year. So they had all my checking account information to pay them, but they didn't have the right checking account information to pay me. Mm. And they said, well, if, if this information, cause I went to irs.gov and I checked it all out and it said, well, if your banking account information is inaccurate or not good or whatever they said, we will mail you a check to your physical address. Well, God knows what that is. I don't know what they have. I've, right. mo I've moved eight times in the past, you know, five years. So who knows what they have? So I still haven't gotten it. Wow. Well, to make things even better in December, we're all going to get $375 from the state of Colorado. Ooh, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, buy groceries. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, Jesus. I, I mean, I'd run a hook. And I'm a smoke. I'm a smoker. So, I mean, part of that's going to go to a carton of cigarettes and then, you know, maybe some uh, meat and veggies and potatoes and uh yeah that's it you know you could probably Great, get it you fed me for a week and then the leftovers you could get a cheap hooker on colfax avenue out there oh <laughs> uh, i got a 10-foot pole and i still won't touch it <laughs> but anyway <laughs> so um so explain your show to people that don't know and then what you're doing, because I remember Scarlett brought it up and I forgot about it. And cause like I said, I'm not on Facebook or none of that stuff. And I remember when I was, you uh, accidentally put the wrong date up for that. Oh yes. Remember that? Yeah. Cause we put it November 4th <laughs> instead of the 3rd. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, on election night at seven o'clock PM, uh, mountain time, which is uh, five o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central, seven mountain. And then, or no, I went backwards. Right. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're so two hours ahead. Six o'clock Pacific, seven mountain, eight central, nine o'clock. Yep. 
Eastern. Yeah. Um, it is the Freak Cision 2020, uh, which will be a live broadcast that we will be hosting with a panel of many people, apparently, because everybody's starting to jump on board now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll just basically be following the election, making fun of the election, and um, making fun of our two idiot candidates that we have no. and uh, praying that uh, we don't start seeing riots right out of the bat. But uh, if you want to find out where you can get that, that will, or where to tune in at, um, we will be posting links tomorrow is Saturday, right? Yeah. So uh, the links will be up uh, tomorrow on www.freakchildradio.com We broadcast live on Facebook. Um, What else? uh, Well, Freedom Revolution Networks and then uh, also on YouTube. Uh, That's basically everywhere everybody can catch it. So, I think we're on Twitch and Periscope, and I think that's it. Oh, no, we're not doing any of that. Oh, no, no, you're not? We're just kind of keeping it simple. Oh, okay, good. Keeping it on the major networks. Okay, good. So. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to check out our page, freakchildradio.com, and then um, you can catch us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash freakchildradio. Uh, Freak Child Radio, yeah, at Freak Child Radio on Facebook. So, and what are we gonna do? We're just gonna comment and results and do some chit chat, comment and goof around and yeah. chit chat and right. make fun of all the goofy horse shit that all the other commentators on mainstream media are saying. And you know, it'll be it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens. We did it four years ago and. The scary part is the U.S. government actually tuned into it. So, <gasps> oh wow, yeah. But they want to find out who's saying what and who's doing what and all that. But I think it's, uh, I think it'll be fun to find out, you know, where everybody thinks everything's going and stupid comments we can all make. So. I, I think you're right, and I, that you said this, but I think it's going to be the countdown to the purge, to be perfectly honest with you. Oh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, a friend of mine and one of my ex-co-hosts, who actually will appear on that show, his name is Skin Boy, um, he, I asked him, I said, what are you doing Tuesday night? And he said, well, I'm going to be polishing up and cleaning my guns so oh that I'm God. ready for when the results come in. And I'm like, well, that sounds about fair. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, apparently the um, here in Colorado, I heard on the news this morning, the uh, Department of Transportation, uh, Public Safety, and all police departments are already on order um, to start watching for riots on Tuesday night. Whoa. Yeah, I, I honestly don't, unless it's a landslide by Trump, I don't think there's going to be a result. I think it's going to be some time. That's just mm. my, my prediction. Yeah, because I mean, if it ends up being a close call, it'll be a whole bunch of 
oh, well, we need to reevaluate the state and reevaluate that state. But then again, if you think about what's been going on in the news, Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of, um, oh, if your ballots aren't in by the cutoff date, then, well, too bad for you. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute. You said if they're postmarked by a certain date, they're supposed to be counted. Yeah. You know. But I, I, I really think it's going to be a landslide one way or the other. Really? I really do. Hmm. Well, I, if it's a landslide, I think it'll be by Trump. I don't think Biden's going to win by a landslide, but I really do think it's still going to be tied up forever until they figure out. Um, yeah, it'll end up being another Bush. Uh, Bush, uh, what's his ass? Was it? Um, was it Gore? Uh, Wars, yeah. Yeah, in 2000. Yeah. 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 So, might be another one of those. Everything has to go to the Supreme Court, but I don't really think that's going to happen. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, all I know is that whoever wins, the other side is going to be pissed. And I, I really think um, Trump supporters have been more civil about this than. The Biden supporters, the Democrats, that's just my opinion. But um, still, I mean, I think if Biden gets in, I I think, I don't know. I just, if Biden gets in, I think there's going to be a problem. And I think if Trump gets reelected, there's going to be a problem. It's just going to be the level of how deep the problems are. Yeah. No, and I agree with that yeah. completely. Yeah. I mean, it it doesn't matter which side's going to get in. There's going to be a problem. Yeah. It's just how violent it's going to end up becoming. And I think if Trump gets reelected, we're going to have a bigger problem than if he gets elected, I, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I don't know. Dwayne's not here tonight. I don't know where he is. The fat guy. That's not nice. Somebody in the chat room said he's fat. What? Yeah. He's great. not fat. Gravity challenge. He's just big boned. Yeah, there you go. It's like Cartman. So, well, what time is the coverage? Are you going to send links out, you said? Or what time does the coverage start with you, with the show? The what? The show. What time? What time does it start for the coverage? Election coverage. Tuesday. Oh, uh, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Okay, 7 your time. So that'd be 9 o'clock here. Okay, 8 Central. Or, okay. Yep. 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 and 6 Eastern. Or, uh, Pacific, yeah. Okay. I look forward to that. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I've already got all the, all the set stuff built up, and it's one of those things where I'm going to try and wow everybody. But then again, I haven't been able to take it for a test run, so who knows? It may just completely fuck up. How are you going? But then again, okay. here's the thing is mm-hmm. that we're going to be streaming over the Internet, and who knows how bad the Internet's going to get clogged up that night. That's true. You might have bandwidth problems. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. How how many phone lines are you going to have? I mean, how many people are you going to have on at once? Oh, I can... I can have up to 12 different phone lines open, but uh, as far as like on, on panel guests. Yeah. Yeah. I can have four, four at a time. Wow. Do you have an open slot for me on that panel or no? 
Um, I don't know. Um, well, how let much me know. money do you have? Uh, as soon as Scarlet fucking pays me for my contract, I'll give it to you. Oh fuck! So <laughs> you're gonna be so waiting a while. Beyond pro bono, yeah, exactly. Uh, Quid pro uh, quo. Let me think. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Scarlet's already said that she'll pop in. Um, yeah, I got a slot for you. I mean, and uh, like kind of one slot already taken up, I think, for the entire show. But I mean, so mm. it gives us three. So okay. Oh, Scarlet will Scarlet will take the show over. You realize that? Oh no, she won't. Not on my <laughs> show. Not on my show. I hope you got a mute button. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that's gonna be funny. No, she's great. She's just she'll be sitting there. Well, and it's like, what what is she doing? Everybody, let's sing to her, and she'll think she's talking to everybody, and her whole entire mic will be down. <laughs> that's funny. If you if you really want that in conflict where she won't be quiet, put Dwayne on the panel. I guarantee you that'll happen. Wait a minute. Put Dwayne on the panel. Yes. If I put Dwayne on the panel, then the two of them will never shut up. That's exactly that's what I'm saying. So you could just sit back and watch the uh, watch the drama ensue, and those two will not shut up. Oh, so hey, everybody, welcome to Freak Vision. Um, we're gonna <laughs> let these two handle it. Yeah, right. There you go. Good night. It'll, it'll kill some time. Yeah. <laughs> come back like eight hours later and they'll still be at it and then you can take your show back yeah well hey you never know that could be great ratings too it usually is the more drama and conflict the the more ratings you appear to get i guess i don't know yeah well and not to make light of it but you know if Dwayne goes into a seizure yeah you know i mean you know then everybody's calling in what the hell's going on oh um he's okay just give him a minute he'll be all right <laughs> you know i've never seen him do that except one time and i was like wow that was you know that was oh that was man something. i was on air with him scarlet and somebody else one night mm -hmm. and man he just kept doing it mm. over and over and um actually his mom was part of that show mm. at one point and it was like hey Dwayne's gone again and she came running from the other room and yeah it was i mean it was a crazy night that night but i i assume he was under some sort of stress or something i don't know what his entire prognosis or whatever it is is but man it was it was nuts yeah, I've I've never seen it when him and I talk, but me and Scarlett and him were talking about something, and something stressed him out, and he had one, and I'm like, whoa, that that was that was intense. I've never seen anybody have a seizure yeah. on anything, so it was first for me. Yeah, I'm and watching him do it is just like it's like it it's almost like oh he passed out and fell asleep. No, not quite. Because you know he shouldn't be doing that, but you know, right. I mean, I don't know what you witnessed, but yeah, I, I was just shaking a little bit and just like collapsed and like he fell asleep and then shaking and I'm like, wow, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. But then he comes back like nothing happened. I know that's what freaked me out. It's 
And when he did that, I was thinking about that because I don't know how open or receptive you are to vibrations from other people and read them and kind of know what's going on. When he had that seizure, I, I totally lost a connection with him. It was weird. I, I'm like, he's gone. Huh. He's gone. Yeah, he was like gone. And then when he came back, then, you know, I could pick up his vibe. And But he was having a seizure. I, I totally lost that connection with him. It was weird. Really weird. Uh, strange yeah i don't know maybe it was just me but i i mean that's what i noticed well some people have that intuition yeah i did i literally felt like a blank emptiness i'm like where the fuck's the lane and i know he's having a seizure and then when he came back boom you know he was back and i'm like that's the weirdest thing well, i've ever experienced in my life kind of like the force. you feel the emptiness you know mm -hmm. there's a disturbance in the force you know yeah right exactly yeah, he was like yeah. gone. No presence. The presence was gone, and I'm like, wow. Very weird experience well, kind, for me. Kind of makes you wonder what exactly a seizure does to you. Yeah, I don't know. It's like he got done. You know how like you're driving in your car and you lose a radio signal and reception, just static. That that's about the best way I could explain it. Yeah. Well, I did that the other night. I decided. Well in a car or wall truck and um so i decided to just drive west like oh, i'm on i-70 i'll drive west and then all of a sudden my stereo goes dead i'm like hey, this isn't fun anymore were you be were you by dia no no past aurora <laughs> where were you no, I, I, I live uh, by DIA, so I went oh, west. You went further and than that. And so I just went driving up into the mountains. Got it. And Oh, west. What I ended I'm sorry. Up, west. Yeah. Yeah, west, not east. Sorry. I, I'm, like Grand Junction and, or ever Evergreen or whatever. Um, Vail. Yeah. Oh, even oh, further. Dillon, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anyway, so I, I was going to pull off in Idaho Springs. There's this horrible construction there, right? Mm -hmm. I couldn't pull off. I'm like, well, fuck. Okay, I'll just keep driving. Do, 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 do. Complete silence. And it's like, oh my God, I'm in the middle of the mountains and there's no noise. I can't do this anymore. And it just felt so like empty, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, radio station comes in the signal. Classical musical station. I think it's it was like a like public radio station or whatever. Mm. And next thing I knew, I was at the Eisenhower Tunnel. And I get into the tunnel, boom. Of course, you lose signal. Mm. And I'm a CD player because that's all I can do on my truck because it's 20 years old. Mm. And start rocking out to CDs I had made of more classic music. No Van Halen on there, by the way. Cool. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and then you get out of the tunnel and then you can get your radio stations back. But, um, but yeah, I mean, to just like, I mean, if anybody drives outside of the city they live in where they get radio signal and all of a sudden, Go on. 
you know, it's like darkness. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. And you feel lost. Was the CD an MP3 format or was it CD? CD? No actual CD. Oh, okay. I love MP3 CDs. I think it's awesome. I'm going to say it a lot. Well, I couldn't believe it when I bought my truck. It still had a five disc oh, CD changer in nice. it. Nice. In the console. Yeah. And they still had the cartridge. That was the most surprising part. Because usually those things are never there. It's like, oh, yeah, it's got a five-disc CD changer, but you got to find a new cartridge for it. And where was and that? this one? Where's, no, where, still there. Where was it? Was that behind the seat or something? Is it a pickup truck or what? Uh, yeah, it's a, a Ford F-150 Lariat. So okay. it's actually in the um, the middle console. Oh, is it so one that spins? you can pop that sucker right out. Like you pop it out. You know. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I love CDs. It's still my favorite way to listen to music. Well, I like putting stuff on random and then like you have like seven different CDs sitting there. Yeah. And like, let's say you have like Van Halen, mm-hmm. Metallica, mm-hmm. and then you have some like maybe smooth jazz kind of Kenny G kind of yeah. sounding stuff. I like Kenny G. Uh, some 50 stuff mm-hmm. and then some random thing. And you put it on random, and it'll go from Metallica to Kenny G to Megadeth to Cool and the Gang to, you know, I mean. To some reggae, man. Reggae, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Bob I mean, that's, that's kind of the cool thing about that sometimes. It is. If, like you a, build, if you build your CD collection correctly. That's like a random jukebox. Yeah, because cool. I mean, so many people are doing like Spotify and all mm-hmm. this stuff, and they're like, I can't stand oh, yeah, it. I'm gonna listen to mm-hmm. adult mixed music, and it ends up being Matchbox 20, Yellow Card, and um, you know, the same five song or five bands over and over and over. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's not really a mix. I will give Spotify credit for this, and that's it, otherwise, I can't stand streaming is there's a song that came up when Eddie Van Halen passed away that everybody's playing the shit out of Van Halen. Uh, actually, right. Sirius Satellite Radio had, I think it was Deep Tracks, they had a Van Halen tribute channel just to him for a week or two. Uh, but this was Spotify. No, wait, it was Sirius Satellite Radio because I reactivated it on my truck. And they played a simple rhyme off of Women and Children First by Van Halen, and I've never heard that song in my life. And I'm like, oh my God, this song is amazing. So I will give, that wasn't Spotify. I'll, I'll, I'll contribute it to streaming, i.e. satellite radio. Okay. Cause it's almost one and the same. And I have discovered new music to me that has been 20, 30 years old uh, and new bands for that matter. But uh, otherwise I wouldn't hear them anywhere else because I would be listening to my private collection, like on my iPod or my CDs or something like that. But right. it's very rare. I very rare that I've heard music that I that I like and I get attached to it because well, music sucks so bad now. Well, and here's a very sad story. I, I mean, I hate to make everybody cry, but um so um I'm friends with this girl, right? And mm-hmm. she's twenty years old. 
And she keeps introducing me into all this new, I mean, for rock fans, at least, all of this new music that like, I have never heard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where are you getting this from? Well, I get it off the internet. Um, okay. I mean, you got some rock, um, kind of pop rock, a little bit of punk. Stuff I've never heard of any of these groups or any of these bands. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is this not on the radio? Why are we still listening to, well, you know, KBPI. Yeah. Yeah. 107.9 or somewhere around there. I forget. Well, that's where it's at now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, it's probably going to be off the radar here pretty oh, soon. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Because it used to be 105.9. Then it moved up to 106.7. Then it moved up to 107.9. Yeah. So, uh, I've seen that in my lifetime, but anyway, hmm. um, all I hear on KBPI is like the same old shit. I yeah. hear Danzig's mother. I hear Metallica hundred thousand times a day. Um, Nirvana, maybe a couple of new things from Hailstorm, all this other stuff. And then. I find out that there's like this huge genre of metal that's being released. And this is stuff from like in the last year and they're not playing it. Yeah. Right. And it's like, why? I I don't know. I don't know if it's terrestrial radio and they're just not using, using that uh, format anymore. If you want to call it that the platform and they're all just worried about streaming, but how do you, that's my point too, because most of the songs and bands that I listen to, and they're still my favorite new ones are random or friends recommend them just like you're saying now, but yeah, with streaming, it's, it's like, you don't, you don't hear new stuff and you sure as hell don't hear it on terrestrial radio. And then they wonder why Howard Stern was interviewing the Google dolls from a few years ago. And he said, so he, Howard Stern said to the Google, Google, Google does whatever. One of the band, I think it was a drummer. His name's Steve or something. It wasn't Johnny Resnick. It was, it was, I think the drummer and said, um, so what do you think about streaming and this and that and how the music industry's changed? And you know, wouldn't, wouldn't it be something to sell a million copies of an album because you just don't do it anymore. And the guy just like flipped out. He's like, that would be so awesome, but impossible. And that was pretty, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say it was normal, but it happened more so than not now when the main format to listen to music was cassette tapes, albums, CDs, and radio. And these idiots in the music industry, it really pisses me off. Can't figure that out. And what it is, is I know what it is, they're being greedy. And they want every penny from copyrighted material that they own. And they want to make every single slice of half penny they can by people listening to it. They want them to pay for it. But what they don't understand is that when other people share it and people love it, they're going to buy it. You know how many times I bought Van Halen albums of the same copy or the Boston Boston album when it first came out and some journey albums and everything. I've probably bought those albums, Sammy Hagar 10 times. I probably lost them. I know I did because I wouldn't buy them 10 times and they have 10 copies. I've lost them or I lend them to a friend 
or or they got broke or whatever. I, I've probably bought some albums 10 times. But you can't you can't do that now. You can't even I mean, I know you can buy them, but then where do you store them? They, they made the iPod go away with the well, yeah, dinosaur. Well, yeah, you got to store them on a thumb drive or some services. It's like, oh, yeah, as long as you're a member of our service, yeah. it'll be stored on your cloud service. Yeah, until you well, don't pay yeah. your membership and then it's gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't get it. I I, I mean, it, they're, they're bending over to pick up pennies and the dollars are flying over their head. They, they, they got to let this stuff out. I was talking to Scarlett about this today because about I want to use this green screen. I go, okay, so now I got to be careful in what pictures I use because some of them may be copyrighted. And she goes, well, you can get around that by saying I clean my fair use act and I'm using this for commentary purposes. Okay. She goes, it's not like, yeah. not like music, although music, you can't do that with for the most part because they'll give you copyright strikes. But a band that's up and coming can charge people to come see their band and play cover music and not have to pay the band from the cover song, anything. I don't, I don't get any of that. It doesn't make well, any sense and, to me. Well, that that's internet broadcasting for you. And I mean, YouTube is the worst at it. And now Facebook has gotten just about as bad is it, that if, if you're using material that is, listed so like uh how do i put this so let's say the band like a band that i'm friends with mm -hmm. um they have material they've given me written consent mm -hmm. but they have not electronically whitelisted me right on facebook or youtube yep. to be able to do that so i get knocked right yeah, it happens or to YouTube is ignoring it or, or Facebook is actually it's Facebook. It's ignoring it, I think. But, yeah. you know, yeah. but if they don't, if they don't mark your channel as being or Facebook page as being, yeah, they can use our stuff. Yeah, you'll get knocked even if you're just singing it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I, I <laughs> The music I play, I have permission I have permission from the bands I use the music, but then one of them signed a contract with a record label. So now apparently the record label owns the material, not the band. So then now we get in a gray area because I've confronted them on it. And I even talked to edge of paradise about it and they gave me permission, but they go, well, that must be the, the label. And I'm like, well, you know, I really want to play your fucking music. Not that because I'm, I interviewed David Bates and Margarita Monet, and I love them both to death. This has nothing to do with them about a month ago on my show. And I want to play their music. And every time I do, it either gets mangled by some algorithm that you can't understand it, which is really irritating, or I get, yeah. or, and I get copyright strikes. And I'm like, can you please do something about this? I want people Forever still, when I first played them, people were like, who in the fuck is that? Kind of like you said with your friend and you heard this music. Who the fuck is this? I've never heard this. Why isn't this on the radio? Why isn't this mainstream? Why isn't Forever Still in Los Angeles kicking ass and dominating the fucking charts? They should be. But the way that the business model is now, the music industry took it even worse by grabbing the artist's balls and everybody else that wants to share this shit as a fan base and squeeze them even tighter 
until you can't even piss or ejaculate. They don't want to let go. So how are you going to enjoy the music, i.e. sex, in the same respect when you don't even know it's there? Exactly. Yeah, it's ridiculous, I mean, that's, man. that's the perfect analogy. That's the perfect analogy. I, it, it makes sense to me, but some people don't. Do. Well, then how are they going to make money? Listen, man, I'm going to tell you something. If you let the leash off of this and let people listen to this, I guarantee you they will buy this music and listen to it. But if they don't know what's out there, how are they going to listen to it? What? Why is it so hard to understand? Well, well, it's just like all the the hard rock and metal stations are so hanging on to Metallica and, and shit like that, especially Metallica. And I'm like, why? They're playing the same shit they played back in the 90s. Like KBPI. And they're getting old. Yeah, like KBPI. They got the same fucking playlist from 1990. Yeah. And they then, they started you know uh, basically their their music went to shit when um, James Hetfield went into rehab because he didn't have anything to be angry about anymore <laughs> and say make make music yeah right yeah you know yeah. which it, it's kind of like a, a shitty thing but you know right. I mean but think about it it's like once he got sober they started sucking. You know, but and then they had kids and all this other stuff. Well, they grew up. They're not these hard rockers anymore. No. Their dads, their fathers, they're uh, rehabilitating drug addicts. You know, right. I mean, it's just like um, uh, what's his ass, uh, uh, Dave Mustaine from um, Megadeth. Megadeth. Yeah. You know, he's going through cancer, and finally, he just gave up. He said. Fuck it. I'm letting my hair go gray. I'm going to look old now. Fuck you. You know, yeah. when bands do that, then you can have more respect for it. But it's like these radio stations, they keep thinking that, oh, yeah, Megadeth and Metallica and here's a great old heydays of, yeah, 30 years ago. You're turning yourself into an oldie station, dude. Yeah, that's scary because you're right. They and they call them oldies because and it's like if, if it's something over 30 years old, it's an oldie. And that's only 30 years ago was 1990, right? 1990. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's an oldie station. Are you fucking kidding me? Nirvana and all that grunge stuff when all that shit started in the 90s is oldies. Well. Yeah, well, think about it. I mean, back in the 80s, I mean, uh, what do you got? You got Skid Row. You still got Metallica in there. Right. Because they were in the 80s originally. Mm -hmm. um, who else do you have? You have uh, Slayer. Slayer is considered technically an oldie music station yeah, or uh, band. That's so scary. And then you get bands like Disturbed and Godsmack, who got to be going on 20 years and they're starting to get old, oldies, which is insane. Yeah, well, but then again, they at least have changed their music to kind of reflect the fact that they're getting older. You I, know. I know, but my point is that who's going to replace them? Who, who's out there right now that's like them, people? I, I can't think of anybody that comes to mind. There's a few. Is there? But I don't know about the, the problem. The problem is, the biggest problem is that there are so many, um, shall we call them rock groups that are out there. They're only playing covers of 
original, you know, it's like, um, how do I, uh, like back in the eighties, like almost all the, uh, in the park concerts I could see, mm-hmm. um, they would be, you know, these bands that would play covers of other bands they had seen like in the seventies, sixties and seventies, right. Mm-hmm. Their fifties kind of rock band or whatever you want to call it like mm. buddy holly kind of shit and i was like well that's great do they have any of their original music or you know do they have anything that they do right and find out no they don't have anything that they can write because they've been focusing on that too much and i think that's a good big problem that we have for um rock music anymore is that a lot of them, they're so focused on their idols, they don't want to bring, you know, they have nothing else to bring of their own creativity mm-hmm. because maybe they lack the creativity because, you know, for years they've been, I mean, let, let's think about um, maybe a band that started in 2010 and they come up. Here we are 10 years later, and what do they have? Nothing. A bunch of cover songs that mm-hmm. they can play really well, but they have no creativity because mm-hmm. they've been focusing on trying to play somebody else's crap all the time. Right. To get attention. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I've got a couple of friends uh, that I've met over the years that some of them have retired from music just because of life and um, others that they're still pursuing it. But, you know, I mean, their music is great. And I'm like, why the hell is this not on the radio? Why does nobody pick this up? Yep. I mean, um, this one band um, from San Antonio, I mean, I'm good friends with uh, the lead singer and his brother. And, it's like, you guys have amazing music. Why is nobody picking this up? They did get picked up by the San Antonio Spurs at one time. But that was about it. And it's like, it. why are you not on the radio? You guys should be doing this for for a lifetime. But now they're real estate and, uh, brokers. So, you know, I mean, it's just, it's so weird. The talent can go so unnoticed because people maybe sometimes you're so blind in my opinion, it's because there's a big void when they finally kind of do get discovered and then they sign a record deal and then they're managed by contractual obligations and they got to sign the rights away of their songs and material. And they got to do all this kind of crap to, to um, keep the run of the bargain with the contract And the, in the record company labels suck at marketing. They suck at it. Every band well, that, that's but- made it to where they're at is because of hard work and because of the fan base. Well, that's very true. I mean, look at what happened with Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole Ticketmaster thing, the label thing, you know, they decided, fuck it, we're going on our own. Mm-hmm. Screw you. Yep. I really think you these know, record I mean, these record companies, I never dealt with them, but just observation, and I've been paying attention to it, that they just signed all these bands, and they know one of them's going to make it big, and they're going to make a gazillion dollars off of them. I don't think they really care if somebody makes it big or not. Oh no, no, I don't think they do either. No, they're yeah, it's it's a gamble for them. They're right. like, yeah, okay, you're good enough. 
um, here's here's your contract, and you guys have to play. Well, they kind of did did that in that uh, movie. Um, uh, Spinal Tap. <laughs> no, the what Tom is... Hanks movie oh. with the fifties band. You know, it's like okay, yeah, you guys are doing great, but you guys have to record a record with these cover songs on it. Mm. Well, you don't want to do that. We have our own songs. Right. Well, either do that or get out. Yeah. You know, and I think that still happens to this day. Sure. Yeah, because a record company. What's really missing, in my opinion, is a good band manager. I think if you have a good band manager that can play the inside and the outside of the music industry and promote the band and in a very respectable professional way, tell the record companies to go fuck themselves. I really think that would help tremendously. I think that's the missing link. Well, yeah. I mean, in re in reality for a good band manager, what you need is somebody from like the shark tank or something, mm -hmm. you know, Hey, I, whoa, this is going to be broadcast. I can't tell you this idea. I just came up with a great idea for a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I like the shark tank. I just don't like Mr. Wonderful. He's just, and he's a little bit too desensitized for me, but I, I do like that show because I, I mean, being a former business owner and self-made, I, I, I never made a gazillion dollars like they did by any means. I'm not comparing that, but I am comparing the business thinking entrepreneurial thought process and nine times out of 10 i'm on i'm on the side of the sharks because just people in the valuations are just crazy you know it's like oh, they yeah. think their fucking companies worth two million dollars and they don't even have any sales let alone a company they're not even structured as a company yet they just have an idea right and it's like you know you guys you got you got to be established to have a company and you have some type of respectable sales but then don't value your company at two million dollars when you only sold a hundred thousand dollars of crap you know what i'm saying right yeah i mean it's a lot you'll get a better education watching the shark tank that if you go get a business degree at college that's just my opinion well to a point well, i think you will the the one i do really enjoy is the profit do you ever watch that i one? haven't i've heard people tell me about that i gotta watch that no i haven't seen it i have not seen that so so the guy that is the head of that show, um, he owns like Camping World. He ended oh. up taking over Gander Outdoors. Gander Mountain? Um, is it Gander Mountain? Or no? Huh? Is it Gander Mountain or Ga a Gander Outdoors? Or Gander Outdoors, Gander Mountain, yeah. Same thing? Same, okay. Same thing. Okay, all right. Um, but anyway, yeah, he... Um, he goes in for these small businesses, says, hey, I'll come in as an investor. I'm going to be in charge to fix your pro uh, process because you called me for help and here's the money I'm going to give you. Mm -hmm. And then I'd say I think he has about a 75% success rate of these companies that will actually do what he tells them to do. And it's like, some of the failures are kind of interesting because they're like, oh, go fuck yourself. You don't know what the hell you're doing. This is a guy who started with a small little business. Now he owns a restaurant. He owns Camping World. He owns Gander Outdoors. He owns 
Um, he just took something over last year. I can't for, remember what it is, but hmm. I mean, it's like he's worth multi-million dollars. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell him he doesn't know what he's doing no. when you're failing? Yeah, no. Yeah, you're yeah. dumb. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's so. Yeah, but there's a lot. There's a here. Just think of this. Let's say your show gets recognized and it gets picked up, or my show, whatever. And and right. somebody wants to pick it up, and then they go, okay, well, Mike, we're gonna do this, uh, but we want to change a few things, and you need to do this, and you need to do that. Uh, and you say, um, well, I don't want to change my show because it's my show. And why should I change it? Because now I got recognized by you and I can take off. Well, that's the same thing with people that are starting out a company that don't know any better and they won't listen to people that do know better. And that might not be a good analogy because the music industry fucks everything up, but there are some people in the entertainment industry that, that know what they're doing and they're trying to take your show and take it to the stratosphere. But they don't know everything because if they knew everything, they wouldn't be approaching you. They would have made well, the wrong because, guy. Well, well, and here's the thing is if it takes the principle of what you base your act on, you know, let's say music, whatever, you know, let's say your, your act, whatever it was, music, comedy, radio, whatever. It was based off of one thing. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't take that away from you, you're good. Mm-hmm. And you should listen to them. Mm-hmm. But if they're sitting there saying, well, we really enjoy your voice and we love the way you sound, but let's think about this. Why don't we just completely take your show from being about medical physiology into raunchy comedy <laughs> yeah right you know i yeah. mean it's like that's where you have to draw the line is when right. they want to completely change everything yeah. when they say hey we've got some ideas why don't you you know hold back on this idea why don't you pull back on this idea because they're kind of silly and not working according to our demographics okay that I'll listen to, right. but for some of the executives, it'll sit there and say, "Oh yeah, well, um, you know, well, like it just said, hey, yeah, um, we love your comedy show. Um, we want you to do a very serious show on uh, how to cook eggs." <laughs> Cooking you know? show, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. I get, I get it. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, it's a perfect show for that, or a movie or story is, and it's been on. Well, I got Sling TV, so I don't. I think it's on been on Stars, but Private Parts, the story with Howard Stern. Oh, yeah, to see how he fought. I mean, yeah. Now there's bits and pieces. If you if you read his book, yeah, and then you kind of compare it to the movie. There's some stuff they embellished, but I think you know part of that was just for the dramatic part of it that he actually allowed to have happen. Mm-hmm. But um, but I mean, yeah, he was pretty much completely true to the story on that, but that's because he was completely involved in the entire thing. Right. You know, yeah. but I mean, that's how it can happen is like, um, 
God, uh, NBC yeah, was the company that tried to screw him. Yeah. And he was like, no, fuck you. We're going to screw you. WNBC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> WNBC. Yeah. Oh, and we're here. And we want to tell you about the news. So last night, yeah, I can't remember that entire part of it, but oh god, but yeah, I remember movie. the WNBC yeah. part. It was like, yeah. oh damn, you, yeah, you've got to really emphasize that. Yeah, oh okay, yeah, you got to you got to say it more like Imus. He was saying that their movie is so great. Yeah, it's just oh yeah, Imus. Yeah, yeah. that's right, that's right, yeah. Imus. Is that guy dead? Yes, I think he passed. Yeah, he did pass away. Yeah. Oh. Man, I remember he got his ass handed to him not, what was it, about 10 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, but, but there's a classic example where you got NBC, you know, this big entertainment conglomerate in New York City and telling Howard Stern how he needs to change his show by how he announces the stupid fucking call letters of the radio station. It's like, it's really, you know, it's like, yeah. come on. And I don't know. I, I, they don't know everything, but they do know some things. It's, it's. Well, they know some things, but the unfortunate part of it. And, and, and here's the thing is that it actually comes down to realistically the entire corporate world that we all live in. Right. Exactly. Is who's getting the paycheck. Right. And what do they want? Yep. Well, they want you to cross the street while looking both ways. What if I don't do that? Well, we're going to have to write you up. Yep. But there were no cars anywhere. And I looked both ways before I even got to the sidewalk. Yep. Well, sorry, you get, you got to go. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's that's really the bigger picture is, you know, who's getting the paycheck? And I think everybody's kind of on to that now. Well, at least I keep thinking so. Yeah, no, I, I mean, my former employer, I thought they figured that out. No, they didn't. Well, what you're talking about, in my opinion, is micromanaging. They want you to do everything their way exactly. And if you don't, then you're gone. You're out. Yeah, for their bonus. Right. For oh, their yeah, bonus, their, you know, their big checks, mm-hmm. their, you know, oh, you're not, oh, I'm sorry. That guy didn't, uh, he didn't signal his turn correctly, so uh, yeah. we got to go. Right. Let this guy, uh, you know, be part of the piranha pool. Why? Um, well, he didn't signal correctly. It's exactly 10 seconds, and we only have nine and a half. Oh, no. You're going to fire him over that? He's a great employee. He's never done anything wrong, never missed a day work. Well, sorry. He's got to go. You know, I mean, I see that kind of shit all the time. And if your employer doesn't get you, at least in the radio business, then the FCC will. (laughs) Right? Yeah. There's always somebody there to... You offended somebody. Yeah, you offended somebody. What I say? Well, I just said that the red light is red and the green light is green. Right. Well, uh, that's offensive to Native American Indians. Yeah. Yeah. Red lights are not good. No. 
No. Yeah. No. That's that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I you know I just like I I don't know why you do your show. I do my show to have fun. And for me, this is a hobby well, thing. Well, and that's uh, pretty much why we do our show too. So yeah, you know, it's just uh, it's all fun. Try to get somebody to do some banter, and uh, rarely do you get anybody to call in. But you always know I'll call in because I always have something to say about something. The thing about that is, is when uh, when I got into seeking out internet network radio, I guess the best way to call it shows, internet radio shows, I'd get in the chat room and of course I'd get in there and I'd be a smart ass. And then I would crack jokes and I'd make the host laugh. And one day he said, Hey, would you ever think about doing your own show? And I'm like, um, well, yeah, I mean, sure. Why not? So I, I took, took it and I did, this was like back in 2008 and I grabbed it and I did it and I, and I was in it and I was out of it and I did podcasts and blah, 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 blah. But my point is, is that people need to be interactive in the chat room and call in because you never know where that's going to take you. And a lot of people don't call in because I'll be perfectly honest with you. If I'm listening to a show, and they say the call-in number is calling in, and I'm listening to the radio. I, I'm more nervous calling in than doing my own show. So, oh I, yeah, as is everybody. Yeah, right. I think there's a fear factor there. It's like, oh, I don't want to go on and sound like a jerk. Or what am I going to say? Or about? And I hear that all the time with people doing their own show. It's like, well, what would I talk about? I go, I, don't, I have no idea what you're going to talk about. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. But when you get to a certain point, you just talk. And well, yeah, now that used to be my whole thing when I was giving training issues on um, uh, or training tutorials. Mm-hmm. Is like, what do you do? The first thing you do when you do a show, talk. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah, right. That's talk. all you got to do. Yeah, you got to just. Even if it's stupid and you just keep repeating yourself, mm-hmm. you just got to keep talking. You got to talk. And then the dominoes start falling and everything connects. And then before you know it, you did a three hour show about right. nothing. Uh, you know, it's like there was no topics. I've actually had topics I want to talk about and I never get to them. But having a co-host and then having the chat room and people calling in is all it, it's all interdimensional or expands it in different dimensions because now you have the chat room, you have people calling in, you have a co-host that all helps. Well, it's all about the first, but it's all about the first hour. Honestly, right. yeah, if you is. can get through the first hour, you're good. Yeah. You're on cruise control after that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like you calling in, I was going to pick up that guitar. I'm not complaining. I just say, I was going to pick up that guitar. Oh, fuck well, around. Don't stop. No, don't no, stop no. Me. I mean. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm saying is you never know where it's going to go. And people all the time, I don't know what to talk about. I go, well, first of all, you're going to have to work on your voice. Then you're going to have to work on the equipment. And then you're going to have to listen to yourself. And I've never met a person that recorded themselves and go, oh yeah, I sound great. I love how my voice sounds. They all go, that's me. 
I, that's horrible. Oh, I, don't I know. Want to talk like all that. the time. Yeah. And every time I would have, you know, when I was starting to do panel shows, the first thing they would say is like, I hate hearing myself. Right. I'm like, that, well, that's your voice. That's right. And I said the same thing. I go, oh my God, that's awful. <laughs> Fucking horrible. You're like, how do you sound so good? And I'm like, well, yeah. first off, I can change my voice to right. a certain degree for the radio. So exactly. if you would like to hear me tonight, tune in right now. It's, you know, blah, 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 blah. It'd be the 15th. They're like, how'd you do that? And I'm like, it I don't know. Practice? I do it. Yeah, practice. Call in and be the 15th you know, color, and you will win the new album by fucking somebody that sucks, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, of course, Mac, we've, we've got a couple of advantages of being able to kind of drop it down to right. something else with a mixer board or something like that. Yes. But it's still like, either you've got a great voice tonight, right now, as we listen to this soundtrack from... Titanic that sucks your ass. <laughs> or you can sound like, Hello, hi. I'm just tuning in right now. And yeah, uh, you know, I mean, but being able to, and that's the thing is that doing radio, you've got to, I mean, you can have good looks for TV, mm. but you've got to have a voice for radio. Yes. And some people don't have that. No. No. And, and here's three things I learned that are very important to me. One was, and I heard this from somebody when you're talking and you want to get a lower voice, people, they'll practice and go, okay, well, I'll talk like this. It's like, no, no, no. It, somebody said, just drop your, drop your voice one note. And I don't know what that means or what, but I did that and I dropped it one note and I did that. Then the second thing I did is I found a good high quality microphone, which makes a world of difference. Oh, that makes all the difference right there. And then the third thing was an EQ and just here, I mean, I'll, I'll show how much I really suck here. That's my EQ flat. Okay. That's, that's the base all the way down, not down, but flat in there. It's up. So the base makes a huge difference just on a little two band EQ mixer that I have. So that's right. it. And then you work on your inflection and your cadence and your timing and your spacing and whatever. And that you're going to spend at least, this is my opinion. You're going to spend at least a year just working on your voice. Well, it's not only your voice, but your persona, I'll call it. Well, that's what I was going to get to. Cause you're for, you're listening to yourself like, Oh no, I got to talk like this. And, I gotta do. and then when you finally get it into autopilot, then you got to work into your persona, in your format, in your context, in your style. And the way, the best way I oh. dealt with it was this, this show isn't me. It's kind of like a character on Saturday Night Live, or I've said this before. If you think Keanu Reeves is really Neo from The Matrix, you better check yourself into a psych ward. Okay. Yeah, because he's more like Bill from Bill and or, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Bill and well, he's Keanu Reeves. Well, this isn't me. I mean, I, I when people are around me, they're like, "Gee, you're you're so quiet." You know, on your show, you know, you won't shut up. It's like, yeah, that's because that's not me. That's like my my alter ego self that yeah. just comes out because it comes out. It, it's like 
it's not like bipolar or multi-personality. It's just that that's my character on this show. So then that's the next thing that you have to work on because I've listened to the show and I go, I can't believe I said that. Or I didn't mean to say how it came out. That's not what I meant. You know, and I'll even argue, oh, yeah. with, argue with myself. I go, well, fuck no, you're wrong, Tim. And it's like, that's kind of weird that you're listening to your own show and you're arguing with yourself. So, but it, it just, it just comes out. That's what comes out. And then you get into that part of it. And then after that, I just think it, it naturally comes out. And then you start attracting and resonating with listeners that get it as well. And then they want to, they want to listen to you, but that takes a long time, a long time. Oh, it does. And, and here's, here's things that I don't know how long you've been doing it. You know, Since I mean, 08. we've talked quite a bit, Yeah, but I don't really know your history, but I've been doing this since the age of internet broadcasting began, which oh. was back in what, 1999. Oh, so I've been doing this for almost 20 years. Wow. And, uh, it started with, uh, Lycos talk radio turned into Alternacast. Um, then we all had to find our own private servers. Then it became Shoutcast. Then it became um, everybody and their brother had all sorts of servers. And then all of a sudden, Internet Radio Intercall, or uh, yeah, Internet, the hell is it called? Internet Radio Protocols actually ended up becoming um, part of legislation in which I ended up getting into. And that's why I have an actual legal KFRK digital radio station. You have call letters that are an internet radio station. Right. Wow. So, I mean, I've been, I've been doing this for years and I mean, even to this point, I'm every time I do a show, I'm like, Oh my God, what I do? <laughs> I was dumb. Yeah. Oh my God. What did I say? Every time I call into a show, you know, as a guest caller or, or, you know, uh, doing your show or whatever, mm. you know, it's like, Oh God, what did I say? Oh, but did my voice sound okay? Oh my God. Well, you're your worst I sounded critic. like a little girl. Yeah, oh yeah. my God. What? Oh, what the, yeah. Oh shit. What? What did I really say that? Oh my God. Right. You know, mm. and it's the same thing. Being a host is like, you start flying off the handle, you know, because I'm a host, so I can do that sometimes on somebody else's show. And luckily, you know, people like you have patience with me. It's like, oh my God, on my own show, I'll be like, oh Jesus, I totally fucked that up. How did I do that? Well, it's, you know, why did I say that? Oh my God, I'm going to get hate mail. And sure enough, you do. But the thing is, hey, you got hate mail. That means somebody was listening. Yeah, and you'll probably get more listeners because of it, ironically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not not to brag on your show, but I mean, we're in 36 countries, so. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Not doing bad. No. No, that's, I mean, what, yeah, that's what freaks a couple, Quite a few of those countries are only like maybe one listener, but hey, somebody somewhere else heard me. You right. 
Yeah, I look at my stats all the time and I'm like, oh my God, it's like it, that just boggles my mind. Just being local and then countrywide and then globally, and you see all these countries pop up and you're like, it's surreal. It's like, no, really? I mean, people in Russia yeah, yeah. listen to the show or wherever, the Middle East. I mean, you you see it and you're like, why, why in the fuck am I resonating with those people? You know, Germans the, love me. Do they? But I think that's because of my German blood, honestly. Ah, <laughs> you're resonating. I mean, that, that's that honest, and I hate to say this, but honestly, our biggest fan base is in Germany. Huh. That, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, I think I should move to Germany. Uh, no. No. What am I going to do there? I don't know, but I hear German women love Americans, so you could probably find a few things to do. Ooh, hey, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, I'm in. I'm in. There you go. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I just pulled my stats up uh, worldwide. United Kingdom is number one. Now, what do I have for them to listen to? And then followed by Canada, Australia, and India. I mean, really? Well, sometimes those can just be um, general hackers. I don't know what it is. I'm just telling you what the stats are. I don't know where they came from. I'm, I'm not putting them up there. I mean, it's just, it's weird. Let me see. What's my in Australia? I, mean, I don't see, know. Seems as, as we're doing this anyway. Well, yeah. It's just you try to figure out what your demographics are, which I don't know what the fuck that's going to do for you. You know, I'm not going to start. Oh well, people from India are listening, so I'm not going to start talking like an Indian or talk about Indian what? shit. You know, I don't know. It's weird. It's just. I just find it odd and I really don't pay too much attention to it because I can't figure it out. I don't think there's anything to figure out. It's just, it is what it is. But see, if you or I worked for WNBC, then it'd be like, Oh, well, you're resonating with the Russians. So you got to talk about vodka, <laughs> Fuck it, whatever. You know, right. Like, really? Uh, no. Well, get the Smirnoff, you yeah. know. You, you've got to get that going with the Smirnoff. If you don't get that going, we will have issues. Don't you know? Is this Putin? We will, we will oh. take your children and we will blast them into hell. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what the hell their oh. fucking oh. thing is. Or we'll rig the election <laughs> again. That's what we'll do. <laughs> Yeah, it's just weird. I, I, it's, it's there because it's part of, it's part of, uh, Podbean or Google uh, Analytics or whatever you use. But mine's off of Podbean, and this is just off of the Podbean. Oh, Podbean. Well, yeah. let me tell you, Podbean is kind of weird because I've actually had. What the hell is going on here? logged into my server and I've got messages from some dude that's screwing me over. <laughs> um, 
Um, going to Podbean, Podbean is very strange because uh, the very first time, I mean, very first show I ever did on there, mm-hmm. and I had people from Pakistan, India, um, what was the other country? Some weird name. I can't think of it. But, like, they started, like, coming in and chatting and, oh, what's the show about? What? I'm like, um, well, are you listening to what yeah, the show's right. about? Exactly. Yeah. Are you paying attention? Yeah. And it's like, okay. Um, but that's the thing that, um, I mean, as soon as we're kind of giving advice out over the show, um, you know, for first time broadcasters, amateur broadcasters, you're not going to get a thousand people to listen to you right off the bat. No, it's going to take years for you to get there. Um, and you're going to get these people. Oh, hi. I just tuned in show. What are you, what are you talking about? You're going to get that all the time. Yep. And you know, that's because people are just like tuning in and they're trying to either spam you, scan you or fuck you. One of the three. In that case, and if yeah. they're there to spam you, mm-hmm. well, they just want to try and get on air or get in your chat room and say, oh, honey, here's what I got going on. Here's my naked babes. Or mm-hmm. three, they're um, going to call in. Well, hi, how's it going? Um, I was wondering, well, uh, uh, what, what, what's your show about? You just want to be on air? Well, yeah, I just want to be on air. Uh, um, what, uh, yeah, what, what's your show about? Um, it's all about uh, beating the crap out of people who call into <laughs> shows for the first time. Yeah, right. Oh, well, I guess I'll have to go then. Sorry, I uh, didn't even bother you. You know, I mean, you get that. And, they, you know, I mean, there, there's so many different ones. It's like people think they're going to be famous immediately or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, nah, whatever. No, you're not going to get famous immediately. If at all. But, I mean, exactly. Or if yeah. at all. Yeah. If at all. I mean, yeah. fuck, I've been doing it 20 years. I'm mm-hmm. not famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Right. But I still do it because I enjoy it. Right. You know? That's right. That's exactly why I do it. So I got into it 2008 after the meltdown and just got pissed in what I found out. And I'm like, I got so pissed. I just vented to somebody an email. I go, you know what? I'm going to start my own podcast called the the red pill show back then. And I did. I did. So it just went from that to whatever the hell it is now. And I think that's going to happen. I'm sure your show has evolved from what it was in the very beginning. And I'd like to say that mine has too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's evolved into the same piece of shit. It's always exactly, been. yeah. Well, okay, then devolve or whatever. But I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you, you've actually tried to make the evolution of it better when it may not be better, but in your opinion, it's better. But that's all that matters. As long as you're well, constantly trying to improve it, does it does it really matter? It's your show. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that, I mean, in reality, if I were to look at the stats of my radio servers, my video servers, and all that, I could probably say that, yeah, I've gained a lot. Yeah. 
but do I really care? No. Some days, yes. Some days, yes. But I mean, for the for the most part, I mean, um, it's not pulling up any stats for me. I can't tell you what the hell is going on there. Um, But uh, for the most part, I mean, you got to do it for yourself, right? You know, I mean, that's the important thing. I mean, if you enjoy it, that's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And I do. Oh, they crashed my server. If I got one person listening to me, I don't care. It might as well be a thousand or 10,000. It doesn't matter to me. It's, it's, you know, it's like swimming in a pool of water, three feet or 300 feet. You got to fucking swim, you know? And somebody said that, I think Stephen Wright said that and Jerry Seinfeld, they've, they were playing in front of like this huge crowd and people are like, what are you going to do? And they said, well, it, it, whether it's 10 feet or a thousand feet, you got to swim, you know, you got it. You got to do it. Yeah. And that's how that's well, the attitude I mean, I've, I've been, I've been there and I've, I do live uh, stage shows and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, oh my God, there might be 150 people out there. There might be a <laughs> thousand there might be five. It doesn't matter. Though. And I've done that. Yeah. Five people. Doesn't matter. Right. You still go out there. You do your show and let them enjoy. They came to see you do your thing. Right. Just the same as if people are going to come listen to you, do your show on the internet or watch you do your show on the internet. Yeah. You have to give them what they're looking for. And mm-hmm. as long as you've got those, I mean, my opinion, if you've got a few loyal, and when I say few, yeah, I mean few, mm-hmm. four to five loyal listeners who are not part of your team, mm-hmm. let me put that out there too. Right. Um, you know, then you've got a following. And believe it or not, that truly makes you actually famous mm-hmm. because then you've got people who want to listen to your words. They want to listen to your statements. They want to listen to your message. Even if your message is, Hey everybody. Hi. You know, it doesn't matter, but you know, so many people think it's like, Oh, and well, I'm not, not to get into that, but the gaming video craze that's gone on mm. who cares you're playing a fucking video game yeah, i don't get that i don't why don't you go watch the fucking guy sitting out on the fucking court out on the you know street corner who's hitting dunks by tossing a ball to himself that's impressive mm-hmm. you sitting there in front of a fucking computer screen pushing buttons eh, not really that impressive no no, I've never watched the gaming YouTube channel in my life. And I see him and I'm like, why the fuck do I, I barely like picking it up and playing the thing, let alone watching you, how you're doing it. I don't really give a shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, now I, I have to say on my own behalf, uh-huh. I am a rocket league player, Okay. but that's about all I play, but I don't really stream anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hey guys, here's what I've done. You know, and I might shoot a picture. I might live stream once in a while. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, I'm not really 
impressing myself <laughs> with this. So how am I supposed to impress you with this? Exactly. Yep. You know. Yep. I just think you be yourself and you talk and then eventually people listen to you one too many times and then you get them hooked and you keep going. Well, I tell you, this is the way I used to do it back in the early 2000s, ladies. Uh oh. I don't know how my voice really sounds because I don't. I'm calling on a phone right now, but. Uh, You're turning me on. Every once in a while, I like to sit down with a big giant hot dog. And I like to squirt some ketchup on it. And I like to squirt some mustard on it. And then I sprinkle it with a little bit of onion. And then I eat it, and it tastes so good, and then I feel so much happier, and then I go play video games all day long. You're going to have a million YouTube viewers after that one. <laughs> and people do. I, I can't figure it out. I don't know what they do to resonate with people and want to watch that shit, but that's not too far off, actually. <laughs> Well, hey, but there again, that's that's case in point of how you can change your voice. Right. No. If you work on it, right. if you work on it right. enough, you know. Yeah. Hey, baby. So, um, how you doing? Mm-hmm. No, I'm doing fine. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> you sound pretty male to me. No, I am. You said you had some stuff for me. Well. Yes, I do, but uh, not that kind of stuff. Right. Oh my God, this household! I can't take it over. Wow. Um, I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, listen, uh, I have a suggestion for a panel member for Tuesday night. Okay. I don't know if you have an extra spot for or a special guest appearance by Satan. Because I haven't heard from him. Oh, Satan. I think it would be very... Speaking of, speaking of, um, yeah, so here's the funny thing. I listened back to that broadcast. Did you really? I was not broadcasting what everybody else was hearing. What? Really? Yeah. Huh. Because when I listened back to it, it was just my regular voice. It wasn't... Oh, oh, shit. I shouldn't say that. Uh, But... (laughs) It, but yeah, no, it wasn't Satan's voice. So it wasn't altered. I don't know why. Were, so you were hearing it. You were hearing you it were, through your. You, you guys were hearing it. I was hearing it, but for some reason, it wasn't getting uh, broadcasted. Huh. Well, that's weird. Well, anyway, he needs to show up because I think that'd be a perfect night for him. Yeah. Well, I've done some major upgrades and improvements. So. I'd like. To, yeah. I'd like to hear that. I mean, it would be. Like I said, that would be the before all hell breaks loose. Literally, I think it would be perfect for him to uh, make an appearance once or twice through the night, or or what, or give him a microphone for the whole fucking thing. I, I don't really care, but I, I think it is definitely an opportune time for him to for us to honor his presence uh, Tuesday night. Just an idea. Yeah. Just an idea. Well, yeah, no, I'll I'll definitely Maybe. try to. Get a hold of them. Try to put that into a program there somewhere. <laughs> put it into a rundown. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It was. I I enjoyed that very much. By the way, so 
Yeah, that was uh, that was a good time. Tell him thank you for for letting him come or actually uh, honoring him with his presence on the show because I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. that hey, hey every once in a while he has to pop his head out there. Yes, and we need to you figure know. out why he's doing what he's doing, and there's no better way to find that out than, than actually confronting him. So. And like I said, that's going to be perfect before, like I said, before the gates of hell open up uh, after this election, <laughs> see what his perspective <laughs> is on it. So we got to blame somebody. Might as well be him. Might as well. Yep. Might as well. Because sure. one way or the other, uh, yeah, it's yeah. A, something's going to happen. It's going to be hell. not going to be good. It's going to be regardless. It's going to be hell on earth. I, I really, I hope it's not, but I, I can't see how it's not going to be. I just, I just can't. Uh, you know, I hope yeah. I, I, I honestly, I think anybody who is a smart gun owner, I don't care what their political affiliation is. Mm -hmm. They're already armed and ready for Tuesday. I agree. Unfortunately. Yeah. I think you're right. So, I don't know though. I don't know if I want to see a Democrat with a gun because they don't like him to begin with. So that could be dangerous in itself. Well, they'll shoot it and they'll go, bang! Ah! <laughs> oh, they'll God. drop it and run away. Oh my God! It made a loud sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like these things. They're loud. <laughs> oh, it hurt my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. All right. Well. Where you get? Got it. Or you get the ones with the site, you know, they put the site, uh, I've seen that one a thousand times, and I always laugh, uh, the, the site, and they put it right up to their eye. And they hit their eyeball. On a rifle. Yeah. 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 And then they shoot like a 30 out 6 and bam, right in the face. Yeah. You know, that's because they're idiots. I mean, I've seen, I've seen so <laughs> many YouTube videos and people that are just, they have no business touching a firearm, let alone discharging it. Yeah, and they're the ones that think they're so dangerous too. Oh yeah, they're a bunch of ass kickers. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna straighten you out for some type of physical altercation, and they can't even shoot a gun. Not that you want to, but I'm just saying it's it's funny no, actually. And anti fall. Yeah, yeah, right. Those guys. <laughs> it's a, it's just an idea though. Just an idea. Right, right. Yeah, you saw. Oh, yeah, you saw Biden say that, right? Yeah, anti yeah. is just an idea. Well, yeah. Why are there people out there doing it? Exactly. Well, it's going to be interesting. So, uh, if I don't, if I don't talk to you before then, uh, and if you send me a link or whatever, or somehow figure it out, I'd love to come on. It would be, it would be an honor. It'd be a blast. It'd be so much fun. Yeah, I've I've got a couple of more things to dial in there, but uh, yeah, I'll let everybody know as uh, as soon as I can. Um, pretty much probably Sunday. I'll know. I'll have everything ready. So start looking for it Sunday. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna end the show here. I don't know what everybody's doing on Friday night. We either uh, scared them away or they're not saying anything and they're just lurking in the background because they're too much of chicken shits to call it well you got the phone tied up so it'd be kind of hard for them well you know i yeah. mean you know for all the ladies out there <laughs> we go voice you know you could be sitting there in the candlelight dark with a bottle of wine and 
you never know what you could do with that bottle of wine. Yeah, there you go. Then, drink it. Drink it. Put it in the glass. Put it in the glass. Drink that wine. Put the bottle in the trash. Don't do things that are so utterly kinky. If you want to do other kinky things, I'll give you my email address. Yeah, I was going to say call me because it's been a while. Yeah, I'm right. I would, I would mind it to be honest. So, that's oh, fine. you'll get there. You'll get there. That's all right. I, 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 do, I, I don't want to sound like I'm in control of everything, and I want it that way. But I'm not arguing. So put it, you know, put it that way. So, so whatever hey, happens, happens, ladies. So. Ladies, Tim's a good catch. I promise you. He works hard. Shh. He's got some. Mm-hmm. He's got some good. He's, he's got some good stuff. He said he wouldn't share that. Damn it, Mike. He's a, he, he's got a new start, but uh, you yeah, know, in Florida, things he's got going on. Let me tell you, you know, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, fuck, fuck Colorado <laughs> and Illinois. People are nuts. Yeah, you gotta you got get the out, hell of out of there. Colorado went to Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, hey, so far so good. Except people driving like assholes. They really don't. Hey, well, at least the AC business has got to be good out there. Well, it is. And I was just going to say, it's weird looking at the temperature and it's freaking 90 degrees in basically November. And then at night, it doesn't go much below 70. So it's so so weird to get used to. Because I've been in cold climates my whole life. Well, I mean, I can feel your pain working up here. It's like, oh, great. It's winter. Yeah. Oh, my AC is not working. It's 78 in my apartment. Okay. Um, so what do you want me to do? It's mm. 48 degrees outside. Right. Well, I need your AC. I need the AC to work for me. Yeah. Well, window. there's not much I can do for you. Just open the window. You know, and Shut then you up. try to explain it to them and then like, no, that can't be. Wait a, wait a couple months, it'll be snowing. Just I, I can't believe yeah. the weather there. I mean, Colorado lit on fire when I left, and then the weather that you guys have gotten in the past week has just been insane. Oh, no, we've had, uh, yeah, what, two seasons this week? Yeah. Yeah, we had winter starting on Saturday, and then that carried through till Monday. Mm-hmm. It was fall on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then last two days has been like, well, it hasn't been extremely hot, but it's like with that sun, it's been like, wow, it's almost like summer again. Yeah, it's like, what, going to be 60 tomorrow? Is that right? Um, I thought I saw something it. like that. Yeah, when I moved there. But, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, but here's the thing is that when I grew up, because I grew up in Colorado. Mm-hmm. If there were not two feet of snow and it was 30 degrees out on Halloween, it wasn't a Halloween. Right. And we don't get that anymore. It's the same with Illinois. You can bet your ass. It could be sunny on October 30th, like today, ironically, but I guarantee you tomorrow, it's like somebody flips a switch. All the clouds come in. It gets cold as hell. The wind kicks up, blowing up your ass, freezing your ass off. It rains. And the weather is shitty all the way until April in Illinois. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what it is with Halloween, but that's like, that's like when the, the, the switch flips and it just all goes to hell. That's, that's why I'm having a hard time with today. Today was beautiful. It was 85. 
and it's pro- probably like 68 degrees out there now and the sun's down and it's just, it baffles my mind. And I'm not saying that to be an asshole because I hate when people say, oh yeah, it's 70 or 80 or whatever. And like, ha ha ha. So that's not what I'm saying. It's hard for me to mentally wrap my head around that because I'm not used to that. Oh, I have a hard time getting used to it in Texas. There you go. Yes, I lived in, you know, McAllen. So, okay. I mean, you know, when it took me a couple of years, but, you know, finally one year it was like, it was what, 65 degrees at night. I was cold. Yeah. I was freezing. I needed a jacket. Mm-hmm. Well. And then I sat there and I thought to myself, what the hell? Normally I'd be wearing shorts in Colorado. Hmm. I've been here too long. I need to get the hell out. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I miss Colorado, but COVID ruined it for me. And I knew the lockdown was going to gonna drive me insane because it almost did last time. I'm, I'm not an introvert. I can't get locked up. I can't get caged. And it just, it, I knew that if I stayed there, I was going to probably literally lose my mind. And I'm, I'm not kidding on that. Well, I think COVID is going to still make anybody lose their mind. Right. Right. You know, because eventually, well, depending on what happens on Tuesday night, exactly. we'll see what happens. Yeah. I might be getting a sailboat and head for the Bahamas. I don't even know. I, I'm just like, I, I don't know. I was well, just, I'm gonna, you know what? Here, here's a better idea. Go what? to China because oh. apparently that's where we have a better success rate. So I think I'm just going to go and move to China. If we're going to have to wear masks there, I'll wear masks there mm-hmm. because they're required anyways. So, you know, I'll let you go first. You let me know how it is. Florida's awesome though. It really is. I got besides people driving, like I said, so far so good. But it's only been well, Tuesday it'll be a month, which is crazy. Just the time's flying as usual. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. Yeah, it is. Tuesday it's gonna be a month. It's crazy. But you know, someday maybe I'll go back to Colorado. But right now with the political environment and the leadership and just the crazy batshit stuff and the attitude and mentality. It's just, it was too much for me. I just can't. Well, I can't. Knowing it. some of your background, I think, honestly, there's no way you can't make a killing where you're at now. Yeah, no, I can. And I'm, I'm actually helping a guy that started his own business and I did it when I was 33. He's 48, but he's married. He has young kids and, and it's taken me back you know, it's not like I'm living his life, you know, my life through his life. I'm, it's not, I've done it, you know, and, and I want to help somebody obtain the happiness and goals that I, that I did because I've already done it. Whereas if I just work for somebody and I'm just, you know, like a service technician, that's all I'm ever going to be because the positions are already filled in bigger companies. This right. is a very flat hierarchy structure in the organization and I'm already, you know, there's only three of us, but I'm already the service manager and a right-hand guy, but it's not about that. It's about using my knowledge and experience to help somebody obtain their dream. And that puts a smile on my face more than anything, to be perfectly honest with you. And I'm making more money here than I did in Denver or, you know, Colorado, Loveland, whatever. Yeah. But even then, I mean, if I was just making 20 bucks an hour, and I was teaching somebody mm-hmm. and making them a better person right. to, you know, I mean, 
fuck, I'd do it too. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, it was all good. I, you know, I, I, I so far it's the honeymoon stage. And of course, I'm going to say everything's wonderful until you're married for 10, 10, 5, 10, 15 years, and then everything sucks. But I'll give you that report from that perspective. But so far, I'm being honest. So far, so good. I, I got no complaints. So, well, sounds good, dude. So, all right, we'll plug your show real quick again and what we're doing Tuesday night. And then uh, I'm going to end the show and uh, quite honestly go to bed. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Uh, freak. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Take two. Caught me off guard there. Hold on. Give me a second. Freak Cision 2020 um, live broadcast, election broadcast with a live panel, including um, quite possibly. Um, Tim from the Red Pill Show, um, Scarlet Anonymous, um, quite possibly uh, Mel from, I don't think she does a show, but anyway, uh, the entire um, um, Revolution Network broadcast family mm-hmm. uh, may be popping in. Uh, my longtime and uh, lifetime co-host, the Skin Boy, will be there as well as we make fun of and don't even think of what the possibilities could be as we just destroy the entire election and watch it happen and then pray to God we don't have to pull out our guns. You can find it out at www.freakchildradio.com. And you'll be on Facebook, streaming on Facebook, right? Yeah, but there's... There's links. There's links to that. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. Well, I look forward to it. And plus special, possibly special guest appearances by whoever. Yes. You never know who's going to call. Never know. You never know who could pop up. That'd be great. I would love it. It'd be so much fun. (laughs) So, all right, Mike. Well, thanks for calling in. It really was nice to hear you. It was a nice surprise. We haven't spoken in a while. And uh, thanks a lot. You're always welcome on the show. All right, stay safe and uh, be good and uh, keep working hard. Well, all right, Mike, thanks a lot. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, good night. Bye. All right, guys, so there you go. You never knew who's going to call in, so I am going to say good night. That was my exciting Friday night. I didn't pick up the guitar at all. Actually, I did before I came on air. I haven't played it in so long. It's just really aggravating, disappointed. I'm my worst critic and judge, and it's a shame that I don't pick that thing up more than I should. But uh, a lot of things have been going on, putting in a lot of hours, blah, 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 blah. And I have an obligation to do the show, whether it sucks or not. But anyway, thanks for... um, People in the chat room, Podbean, Mr. Arabello, Vic Romano, Venus, Ghost, and Pink Squirrel. Squirrel is in here. So thanks, guys. Share the show. appreciate it. And uh, back to, hello, Pamela. You just showed in. You just missed Mike. Mike from the Freak Child Show. Is that what he calls it? I don't know. Tuesday night, he's having a uh, special election coverage show and i'm gonna be a guest on it and i think scarlet is and possibly mel and some other people with special guest appearances so we're gonna check that out tuesday should be fun so share the show i'm gonna go and uh you're 
not getting not getting notifications for the stream. That's a technical thing. I don't know. Uh, it's weird. Huh. You know what? Something's not right because I'm going to pay attention when I sign on to StreamYard because it says I've been on for four hours and I, I haven't been. So something's goof, something goofy's going on with this technically. That's probably why you didn't. So I'm going to pay close attention to how I'm signing in in StreamYard because it could be something I'm doing or not doing. But uh, thank you for bringing that to my attention. So, all right, guys, have a good night. Uh, be safe. Have fun. Don't be an asshole. And uh, have a great weekend. I will see you Monday or possibly sooner. Uh, but definitely Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And then Tuesday on the Freak Child Show with Mike. And a cast of characters from this network. And God knows who else. So check that out. And uh, it's going to be one hell of a night and the rest of the week. That I know. All right. So if anything, listen for the entertainment bag. Because we all got to have some fun and a good time. Quit taking this shit all serious although we're witnessing everything going to hell so i'm not saying play the fiddle like nero did when rome was burning but you know i i, I just it's, it's an amazing time to be involved in being alive watching this stuff and it's just going to be something you're not going to want to miss so all right, so I'm going to bed. Good night. Thanks for listening to the show. Share it, and uh, I'll be back Monday. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show. <laughs>